We are rolling. Thank you so much, Neil. Thank you, baby. All righty. You all set? Yes. Very good. Good Sunday morning, everybody. Phil Paleologus here, welcoming you to Money Wise with the Money Guys, Ray Lance and Peter Lance. Good morning. Good morning, Phil. It's good to see you again. <laughs> always, always. How Peter, you doing, Phil? Doing great. Good morning, Peter. I am hearing wonderful remarks about our Sunday morning program. I was at the market just recently, and uh, folks came up to me and complimented the show. So that's a kudos to you. Well, that's nice to hear. I'm actually hearing from people who are listening, too, that I hadn't spoken to before, and they're listening for the first time. Mm -hmm. So that's wonderful. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we'll be giving you information on how to contact the Money Guys and all that information, plus some uh, very important uh, seminars coming up. But first, you always give us great guidance on saving money and uh, other things. What are we going to be talking about today, Ray? Well, today we're actually going to be talking about how to save money. It's a very important topic. We have one of the lowest savings rates in the world Although, interestingly, the greater New Bedford area is more thrifty than some people. We have a fairly high saving rate, and I think that's in large part to the uh, predominantly Portuguese population because I think they're thriftier by nature. Mm -hmm. And, of course, New Englanders and, and New Englanders in general have a history of being frugal and thrifty people. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's probably more true 250 years ago than it is today. But still, it's our reputation. Was America once uh, a lot better when it uh, came to saving? Oh, yes. And, and in fact, I'm going to mention a couple of things today just because I think it's kind of fun. Um, one of my great mentors, as I've mentioned to you before, is Ben, ben Franklin. Franklin. Ben Franklin has written some <laughs> just amazing stuff. And, of course, he published the first newspaper uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, and one of the expressions that's attributable to him was, a penny saved is a penny earned. There's so many things that he wrote that people don't realize. That's one of them. One of my favorites with Ben Franklin, though, and I tell this whenever I have house guests, or if I am a house guest, is guests like fish begin to smell after three days. <laughs> I've always liked that particular quote. I'm going to give you one more, and then we'll move on to our topic for today. Um, and I like this one as well. Uh, do you like to drink wine occasionally, Phil? I, I don't drink at all. You don't drink at all? Okay. No. Well, once in a while I have a glass of wine, usually once or twice a week. Sure. And he wrote something that says, wine is constant proof that God loves us and loves to see us happy. <laughs> a perfect proverb for a Sunday morning. <laughs> so I just thought I would mention that, but we'll move on from Ben Franklin. Enough quotes. <laughs> right. We're going to talk today, um, Peter, um, who likes to roll his eyes at me. <laughs> we're going to talk today about um, some tips for saving money. Oh, great. And one of the reasons that we're doing that today is because it doesn't matter if you make $10,000 or... $100,000 or $300,000 a year, it really doesn't matter. If you are a bad spender, you need to change some of your habits. Uh, can you talk to Washington? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was actually just oh. going to mention that, Phil. Um, I've been reading some interesting articles recently about how serious it is what the Federal Reserve is doing. 
and I'm not taking a political position on this, but the Federal Reserve is continuing to print money. Right. And they're actually devaluing our currency when we do that, Mm -hmm. which is going to end up turning around and causing more inflation in this country. And all you have to do is look and see what the cost of things is today to to buy. Um, But we're literally printing money to try to print our way out of the recessionary period that we're in. And one of the problems with that is that other countries are retaliating and they're doing the same thing. So there have been a number of articles recently written about currency wars taking place around the world now. Wow. But um, that's a much more detailed topic perhaps for another time when we might talk about inflation. Surely. Today we want to talk about how do you save money? How do you make money? Um, We're going to be having some topics in the future on the subject of how to make more money. What we're doing in this country right now is we're not saving money. We're not cutting our expenses, our budget. We desperately need to cut our budget. The average household could not function the way our government is functioning. We don't cut the budget, but we increase taxes, and it's a losing proposition ultimately. We want to bring this conversation, however, back to the individual and the household because I don't know of too many people today who really consider that they're doing very well financially. Right. Everybody needs to save money. And even if you think you can't save money, we're going to talk about some specific ways that you can save money through your expenses. But in particular, we want to talk about how do you put money aside so you can actually accumulate something and save something. And both of you helped me do just that by suggesting Quicken. Yes, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. And Celeste and I are proud owners of this software, this program that not only <laughs> not only uh, gives us a business blueprint, but also great for our household as well. So um, thank you very, very much. Well, it's the old story of if you don't have a plan, how will you know where you're going? If you don't have a map, how will you know where you're going? You have to have some tools and you have to have a plan. So congratulations for getting that. Now I want to know who's going to run the software. Oh, there's only one financial boss in the family. She's always been okay. the financial boss. <laughs> That's great, though, and it goes back to what we said a couple of weeks ago. You have to set small goals and intermediate goals and long-term goals. And uh, you set a goal and you mentioned it, so we're going to be held accountable and you went right. and you did it. Thank you, Peter. Yes, yes. I feel good about that. Well, good. I'm glad. And that's a great way to start the new year, isn't it? It really is. Have a blueprint for yourself. Have that's a roadmap. Right. Have a goal. And That's right, Ray. It's really important to keep track of what you're spending. That's sort of the first rule for saving money and making money and accumulating money. You have to have a plan. If you can't track what you're doing and track what your expenses are, then you're not going to know where your money's going. Right. You're not going to know how to cut expenses. We're going to go through a whole series of individual tips, but then we're going to bring it back to a more structured format at the end. And at the end of our show today, we want to talk about the top 10 ways to save money. We'll be mentioning little pieces of that as we go along, and then we'll do a summary at the end. Okay. So 
Peter, you can start if you like and just talk about some general tips for saving money. All kinds of tips. And, you know, you can pick and choose uh, one of these, ten of these, anything that you like uh, that makes sense to you and just uh, change habits. Uh, one of the things is to make sure that whatever bank you do business with, that they don't charge uh, abnormal fees. There are a lot of banks in the area uh, that don't charge for checking accounts or uh, various other charges. Some banks uh, have much higher overdraft fees. So really do your research and make sure that whatever bank you are using uh, is fair. Um, I won't mention any names throughout this, but there are certain businesses, banks, uh, stores, etc., that I use that I'm very loyal to because of the way that they treat me and because of how fair they are. Um, one of the other things that you can do is, of course, this is you know the the basic thing in the in the world that everybody talks about when it comes to saving money, but it's true. Uh, you don't understand how much money it costs if you leave lights on in a room. It, it can add up to dollars and dollars and dollars and $150, $200 a year just by leaving one room uh, lit when you're not using it for, you know, even 10, 20 minutes at a time. So you really want to be careful with so your electricity, electricity use. And mm -hmm. let me mention one thing, too. If you ever get up in the night in the dark and you walk out to your living room or bathroom, whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. and you see night lights and you'll see lights on for your cable television, mm -hmm. uh, cable box, or you'll see... Uh, lights on for your television um, those are sometimes called phantom electricity costs that's costing you money to have your cable box running at night now it's not practical necessarily to go around and simply unplug everything at night right but if you had switches or if you had a means to do that or if you did unplug some of those things you're going to save a lot of money on your electric bill. Really? Yeah, we, we did yes. a lot of research on, on this, and that was one of the big things is to put a lot of things on a surge protector, one one switch, and just shut everything off at night. Isn't that interesting? I have a lot of uh, night lights. Look at all the little green lights, the little red lights that are on around your house when you get up at night. That's oh. costing you money. And I thought they were UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> well... I guess I can't comment on what you think about it, Nate. <laughs> no, but the folks in Amherst surely can. That's for another day. Right now, saving money is uh, at, uh, at the forefront, and we are talking about saving money with the Money Guys here on Money Wise. Thank you very much for joining us. Ray and Peter Lance, give us some ways to uh, help save money. Have a budget. Mm -hmm. Basically, what you're doing with your tracking software to track all of your expenses is you're really creating a budget for yourself. Right. And there are quite a large number of um, software programs that are out there. Quicken, I think, is one of the best, and it's one of the highly, most highly rated ways to keep track of your money. You can buy that for as little as $39 and just record everything you do. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the deluxe program is $69 or something like that. That's closer to what we paid. And um, they're good programs. They allow you just to keep track of everything you spend. Mm -hmm. you, if you don't track it, you don't know what you're spending. It's too right. easy. One of, the, one of the great policies that's out there, and you hear about this from people like Susie Orman and thousands of other people, there are literally thousands um, of websites that talk about pay yourself first. And this is an important concept. And it's probably the most important thing we're going to talk about during this show today of how to save money. Everybody thinks that, well, I have to pay my bills, and then after I pay my bills, if there's anything left over, I'm going to put something into a savings account. Right. Or the cookie jar or whatever it happens you to be. You know me, don't you? 
you need to do exactly the opposite. Wow. That's what it means by pay yourself first. And all it means is decide on how much money you can save, and I don't care what your income is. I don't care if you're living on Social Security or anything. Pay yourself first. I don't care if it's $5 a week that you put aside. If you don't put that money aside first, then you're not going to have the money at the end of the month to put away because it'll go somewhere else. You're so right. If you decide you're going to save $20 a week and $20 a week out of your paycheck, for example, that's $1,000 a year. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money at the end of the year. Sometimes people will do it with Christmas club accounts. Sure. I was just thinking the and same. Yeah. How do you come up with money at Christmas time? A lot right. of times people will put money on the charge account. That's the worst thing you can do. So pay yourself first. Decide how much money you'd like to put aside every week or whatever your pay period is if you get paid every two weeks, whether it's $5 or $10 or $25. Mm-hmm. And the first check you write, the first thing you do, you put that money away so you can't touch it. Where? Oh, okay. So that's the key. If it's a very small amount, maybe yeah. you put it in a little coffee can or okay. something like that. And then you'll take it to a bank once in a while. Okay. But do something to pay yourself first. Very interesting. Some other um, tips. Uh, again, a lot of these may seem basic, but a lot of people don't do them. Uh, when you're shopping, write a list and stick to it. Uh, and when you're grocery shopping, you should go when you're not hungry. Oh my and gosh. also a really important tip is try to go when you don't have a lot of time, when you're not just leisurely walking through a store or a grocery store. Try to go when you're actually in sort of a hurry because you'll get everything that you can and only what you need. Are you related to Kreskin? Have you been reading my mind? Because <laughs> I'm guilty of all of those, Peter. <laughs> You know, collectively, we get busy and we don't think about these things. But if you consciously think about all the little ways you can save money, there's just a a million ways you can save money. And there are ways to save money, but you have to spend money first. Um, For example, buying consumer reports, uh, doing some things like buying the Quicken software. Yes, it costs you money, but it will end up saving you money in the long run. Correct. Um, So that's another tip is... uh, read up on consumer reports you can actually do that for free by going to your local library which we'll get into later uh but if you want to subscribe to that consumer reports is a wonderful magazine it tells you exactly what is recommended what will actually save you money in the long time uh, in the long term and every single issue uh will give you some money tips and some uh some saving tips as well um with that with you know the relation to shopping any big ticket items anything that you're thinking you know 100 200 or more do the 30-day rule. Sit on it for 30 days. Decide if it's something that you really need or really want. I like that. And if that 30 days go by, you research in that 30 days. Consumer reports or other sources to determine which is the best model, which is the most reliable, which will save you the most amount of money. Mm-hmm. And then buy it if you still want it after 30 days. Let's come back to some general topics, Pete. Let's talk about the house. You mentioned electricity. We talked about phantom electricity with all these little electronic devices that are plugged in that we don't think about. Um, Spending money to make money, yes. You can weatherproof your house, which will save electricity. It will save uh, heat and fuel. Mm -hmm. One Um, of the things that you can do uh, with regards to that, it's free. 
uh, almost every single utility company will come out and do a free energy audit. Oh, I've had it done just two weeks ago. It's a great thing to do. Very quickly, brand new light bulbs. They put a new thermostat on. They checked, you know, where my biggest problems were. All of this free. And uh, if, a, let's say, a project costs $3,000 for insulation or something, they'll cover $2,000 of it. So this is just a tremendous idea, and I'm glad you brought it up. I really endorse these energy audits. And do you know they have to do those things? The electric companies and the gas companies are required to have energy conservation programs because right. – the government doesn't want to simply create more power plants, and they want to cut down consumption. So Makes if you sense. request it, they have to come out and do it. And sure. as Phil said, uh, you know, they come yeah. out with a lot of free stuff for you, and they That's give you right. tips and say, this is what you can do to make your home more energy efficient. This yeah. is what door is leaking and should be sealed. This is right. what type of plug you should be using, et cetera. And they give you all the ideas, and then you can choose whether you want to go forward and do it, uh, but at least you know. Great advice. And those programs do change from time to time. I did it a few years at my office on Fonz Corner mm-hmm. Road where there was a program, and it cost about $10,000 to go in and remove all of our fluorescent light fixtures, put up energy-efficient fixtures and energy-efficient bulbs, right. new ballasts. Right. The grant paid for three-quarters of it. The balance was given to me as an interest-free loan for one year, and I paid 75, 25% of it, roughly $2,500 back, over a one-year period, but the electricity savings was one year that My paid for the whole thing. goodness. And then after that, I'm just saving more That's electricity. That's enormous. So for even yeah. for business people yeah. who might be listening, yes. look in to find out if there's a program available. Oh, there is. It would help you. There is the same energy audit program, but there's a separate number. So I'm so happy that you brought this up as ways to save money. Let's talk about telephones for a minute. How many people have both a landline and a cell phone? I do. Maybe you don't need both. Sometimes you want the landline because it's easier to get into the 911 system if you need it. Um, but some people have totally eliminated their landlines and have gone just to cell phones. Yeah. And they can save the cost of having the landline for a telephone. And not only that, but also you should really review, at least on an annual basis, your cell phone uh, plan and make sure that if you're not using all the minutes or all the data, to ask for a reduction in your plan. Uh, My wife and I did that recently, and we saved about $40 a month, Mm. a month on my cell phone because I realized that I was only using about 70% of my minutes and my plan, my data, uh, so they reduced it. And great advice again. Same thing with your cable bill. Look at your cable bill. If you're paying for Showtime and Cinemax and everything else, and. At the end of the month, you look and you think, God, I didn't watch one movie on Cinemax all month. Call. And, you know, the other thing you can do in, in terms of reducing your service or reducing your cost, call the cable company and say, you know, I'm thinking about switching to a different provider, and oftentimes they'll find something that they can reduce your monthly payment by 10 or $20. This is a very useful tip for cable television, even Comcast. When it's time to end your contract, you can call them and tell them you're thinking of just canceling it or canceling services. They will offer you a new package. Interesting. Less than what a brand new subscriber would pay typically. And for our seniors listening in, first of all, good morning to all on this Sunday morning. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, Ray and Peter Lance. 
Uh, I understand that Comcast offers seniors special packages. They should look into this because it's yes. a reduced package uh, for money, obviously. Take advantage of every senior discount you can get if you're a senior. Um, one of the greatest values we have in this country is the National Park Service card. If you're 65 years of age and older, you go into any national park, including the Cape Cod Seashore, and you ask for one of these uh, senior cards. Cost you $10. It's good for life. What? It That's now gives awesome. you free admission to every really? national park in the country See for that? the rest of your life. Yeah. Huge benefit. When we come back, what would you like to continue on? Well, we'd like to talk a little bit about credit cards and debt consolidation and some other ideas for saving money on More tips for the home and shopping. For- Mm-hmm. Auto maintenance and other things. Sure. And I actually just reminded myself by saying, check your uh, cable bill and see what channels you aren't watching. I signed up in the fall for the NFL Network so I could watch the Thursday night football games. And yeah. I can get that off my bill now until next September. I reminded myself, see, I, I need to remind myself these things what as well. great advice. <laughs> I know that the Paleologus household has lots of channels we we never access. So we're really wasting money, and thank you for that great advice. Advice that will save you money, and this is what they're all about at USA Wealth Group at 352 Fonts Corner Road. Ray Lance and Peter Lance, our financial advisors with USA Wealth Group. We're going to return with Money Wise with the Money Guys in just a moment. Yeah, I mean, there's tips for travel. There's um, different websites that I use all the time that are excellent for travel and other things. All set? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. What a delight to have you in our company on Money Wise with the Money Guys, Ray and Peter Lance. And just before the break, we were talking about great ways to save money. Where do we go from here, Ray? Let's talk about credit cards for a minute and talk about consolidating debt. A lot of people get in over their head with credit cards. Mm -hmm. And uh, first thing is take a look at the interest that you're paying on credit cards, which is usually astronomical. can be as much as 26%, 29%. The mafia is more competitive. It is. (laughs) It probably is. Although I have to say I've never looked. (laughs) But you're right. Some of these cards are... It's uh, it's almost usury to to uh, charge these amounts, really, and they're compounded too. Yes, the worst thing you can do with credit cards is pay the minimum balance. Never pay the minimum balance. That's a very important tip with credit cards. Always pay something extra. If you pay the minimum balance on your credit card, let's say after Christmas you run up a credit card bill, mm-hmm. and you pay only the minimum balance, it takes close to 18 years oh before God. that card is paid off. Don't tell me that. Yep. Would it's you true. like to tell me what um, some people do in extreme cases of uh, credit card use, how they... Oh, they pyramid them. I've, I've had people in the office in the past who had absolutely perfect credit, perfect credit scores, and thirty-five dollars to $50,000 of credit card debt because they were given new cards, new card offers, which aren't as common today, by the way. You don't see as many credit card offers anymore. But they would take money, a cash advance from one, and then they would pay the other, and they paid everything meticulously on time. 
and it just became a huge pyramid until they reached a point when they couldn't pay them any longer. What I actually was alluding to was how some people store their credit cards so they are forced to really go through something to use them. Oh, yes. We're going to talk about that in just one second. That's, that's a solution for what to do with some of your credit cards. First of all, the other important rule is besides don't pay just the minimum balance, pay something else. Um, make sure that you see what's on your credit card statement. Make sure the charges are accurate. If you return something, make sure the credit is properly on your card. Um, but uh, it's real important to take a look at your credit cards. Don't ever close out an account if you're trying to improve your credit. Don't just say, you know, I'm going to pay this off and then I'm going to cancel the card because that will lower your credit score. What you have to do is, if you want to reduce your debt, pay off the credit cards, but don't cancel them just yet, because now you still have available credit, and the ratio of your total indebtedness to your total available credit is better. It's improved. So don't, sure. don't just close them, because you're really reducing your credit availability, and therefore you lower your credit score. Interesting. Uh -huh. Now, I want to tell you that what some people do, and one tip that's been recommended to me is, if you're really tempted to use credit cards and you've got a number of them in your wallet, keep one that you want to use. Take your other credit cards and put them in a little plastic container, like a little Tupperware container, and fill it with water and put it in your freezer. Get out. No, seriously. <laughs> because now it becomes a solid block of ice with your credit cards <laughs> stuck in the middle of it. And you're not going to be tempted to pull it out and chip away at the ice so you can use a credit card. First time I'm hearing it, I think that's classic. <laughs> freeze. Put a freeze on your credit cards. Freeze card. on your credit cards. And I thought it was funny when I first heard about it, but you know what? That could probably work. You are so right. So whatever it takes to get you motivated to stop using them, some people simply need help with debt consolidations. And there are some good companies out there that will do that. If you use a computer, one is called Accredited Debt Relief mm -hmm. Company. And uh, you can look them up on the internet or you can call our office and we'd be happy to get that for you. But think about your credit card debts, that's really important. Kill your debt, set savings goals, like I said, whether it's $5 a week or $25 or $50 a week, put that money aside first. And then make sure you have a budget, make sure you have a plan. And then methodically look to see what can I do to pay off my cards. Maybe you take one card at a time, and when you've accumulated some money, pay that one off. Ideally, pay one off that's got the highest um, balance on it, or the highest interest rate on it. Right. And you'll very, make very huge progress in, in improving your credit, and you'll be saving money in the process. Interesting. We have a lot more tips, and then uh, for our third and final segment, we're going to go through the top ten uh, money-saving tips. Uh, some other money-saving tips for cars. Your your car. Uh, a lot of people know this, but they don't really uh, maintain them the way that they should. Uh, you can increase your gas mileage by 5% if your tires are properly inflated. Most people don't do that, especially uh, today, uh, days like uh, mm -hmm. today and, and the last few weeks, how cold it's been. Right. Uh, the tire pressure actually goes down, and most people's tire pressure is 5 to 10 PSI below what it should be. You make sure that you monitor that, you'll get better gas mileage. Don't use high-octane gas unless your car specifically calls for it. You don't need high-octane gas. Your car is designed to run on regular. That's Unless right. it's an unusual car, obviously. 
if you replace your car's air filter, you can improve your gas mileage by up to 7%. If it's a clean filter, it's not trying to suck the air through as much, so it flows easier, you get better gas mileage. Let's it's talk about, very easy to do. Let's talk briefly about shopping for groceries and how to save money shopping for groceries. Obviously, if you can afford to, buy in bulk. Um, not for everything, but for you know certainly non-perishable items and uh, trash bags and everything. Right. Um, but yes, for, for a lot of things, you can buy in bulk and save money that way. Mm-hmm. If you have land and space available, have a garden in the summertime. Grow some vegetables. It'll be fresher. You know, not everybody can if you're living uh, in an apartment, for example, but uh, try to do that. Get rid of junk food. Junk food is very expensive. It's not good for you. Eat healthier food. Clip coupons. You see these stories about people who do extreme coupon. Mm-hmm. Um, coupons save money. When I go buy supplies at BJ's Wholesale, for example, I've always got a handful of coupons, and I look for those particular items, and I'm, I'm saving sometimes $10, $15. Really? On just the coupons that BJ's mails yeah. to you. Yep, or you can go to websites if you're computer savvy and you know can go online. You can go to smartsource.com or coupons.com. I like that. Now, Peter, tell us about making your own deodorant. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I read somewhere in one of the in one of the things I did in my research, somebody was saying that they make their own deodorant. Somebody else was saying that they make their own um, laundry detergent. All kinds of different things. Hey, no. Basically, baking soda. Yeah. Remember in the old days the lye they used to use in the wash. Now this oh is one goodness. tip that I absolutely believe in. When I read it, get a washboard and do them by hand. No. <laughs> what? For the men out there or the ladies who shave their legs and the men who shave their beards, the biggest thing that causes you to have to go and buy those more expensive razors, razor, razor blades all the time, is not from actually shaving but from corrosion. Water on the blade corrodes the blade. So you can do one of two things. You can either dry the blade on a towel when you're done, try to shake it off and get as much water off as you can, or even better, you can put a little cup of mineral oil and just... Put the razor in there until you're ready to shave next, and your razor will last at least a month, two months, or longer. What? That is great news. That's really amazing. Uh, Let me tell you, I found a six-blade shaving uh, tool, right, at a local supermarket, and the six blades that come in it are only $4.00 and some sense, whereas a name brand goes as much as $17, $18. Exactly. I just went to BJ's and I spent something like $42 for a package of either 20 or 24 Gillette razors. It was the right. one with the three blades in it. And I'm looking at the thing and looking at the price and there's a man standing next to me and he said, <laughs> I just can't believe the price on this. Yeah, it's, 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 and it's, it's crazy. It's not right? necessary. And again, if you use that tip where you either dry off the, the blade or stick it in some mineral oil. Stick it in mineral oil. That's interesting. You'll just want to rinse it with some hot water and shake it off real quick to get any oil off um, the next time you shave. And the other quick tip for shaving, dollarshaveclub.com. It's about 2 or $3 a month. They ship you a few razor bla- or a few razors disposable every month, and uh, Consumer Reports and another consumer site tested them against the best, and they say that they work just as well. Isn't that something? What, what is that? I learned something. The address? I do, too. Dollarshaveclub.com. Wow. That is awesome. Well, let's go on and talk about saving money on clothing. Yes. I tell my family, please don't buy me more sweaters or more things because <laughs> I've got things that you know I've had for a long time and I don't use them that often and I just don't need them. Right. 
Um, but how, how do we save money shopping for clothing, Peter? Sales? Uh, sales, of course. Um, one of the big ones uh, that my own family uses, uh, some people may not be comfortable with this, but for children, uh, there are huge sales for children at a lot of the uh, you know, children's place in the mall and some other stores like that have enormous sales at certain times of the year. Just keep your eye open for that. Um, don't pay full price for kids' clothes. They grow out of them and wear holes in them much faster than you know, mm-hmm. they're going to keep them. Uh, the other thing is uh, some people don't feel comfortable. This is what I was uh, just trying to say before with uh, savers. Uh, a lot of the clothes and savers, they throw out anything that is not worthy. It does have holes or looks dirty or anything else. Right. My wife goes and gets clothes for the boys a lot at savers. Again, sure. because they grow out of them so quickly. And she can get some really nice jeans, a lot of them with tags still on them. You bet. For two or three bucks. She's a very smart <laughs> cookie. Can I add this on my personal blog? I gave websites where you can resell the children's clothing. There's a huge market for that. Interesting. And uh, I believe it's called Once Upon a Time, where they buy it mm-hmm. and uh, they resell it. You make money on your uh, children's clothing, and they do the same with video games, electronics, you name it. You can resell a lot of things that you no longer are using and get money back. I could empty out my wife's closet. Well, that's the whole thing. A lot of We're money. going to Aruba. <laughs> Especially when it comes to your children, it does not make sense to pay full price when you can get them something very exactly. cheaply. And obviously buy things at the end of the season. If you want to buy winter clothing, wait until they're having their winter sales on and absolutely the best time to buy things. So. And one of the other things, Phil, sort of along the lines with what you were just saying, there's a, some, there's a website where you can go and actually exchange movies and books. So if you're done watching a movie, you know you're never going to watch it again or a right. book. It's called paperbackswap.com. You can just go and send in a book and pick online another book Right back for Did free. Did you know that Target, the store, will buy your used games? They they give you money for your used games. I didn't know that. There's lots of ways to make money that's hanging around in your closet or in your junk drawer. It's it's out there. It's just a matter of getting the information out, and that's what I love about this show. Let me show you I, one that's actually free. Um, do you have a library card? I do. This is probably the biggest thing. Have you ever (laughs) taken a video, a DVD, out of the library? I don't think I have. You can get a library card for free, Phil. Right. right. And everybody listening. And you can take out videos and DVDs as well as books. It's no-cost entertainment. They're public libraries. Not only that, but, uh, for example, I go to the Southworth Library Mm -hmm. on Dartmouth Street. They're part of the sales library network, which almost every town in southeastern Massachusetts is a part of. If you're a member there um, of, of any of these libraries, New Bedford, Fairhaven, um, Mattapoisett, they're all part of the sales. You can go there, and if they don't have a book or a movie that you want, they will search the database. It takes about one minute, and they'll find it at another library. They'll have it shipped to your library, usually within a day or two, and you can pick it up. And with that, there are also free or reduced prices, usually almost free, for, listen to this, Buttonwood Park Zoo, Massachusetts State Parks, Museum of Fine Arts Boston, Museum of Science Boston, New Bedford Art Museum, New Bedford Whaling Museum, New England Aquarium, Ocean Explorium, Pawtucket Red Sox, Providence Children's Museum, Roger Williams Zoo, 
Uh, and uh, that's half of what's on this list. And how do you get that? Through the library? Card? You go to the library and you say, I would like to request uh, four passes uh, to the Museum of Science uh, next Saturday. And they'll give you four passes. Incredibly great information. You get a library card. Folks, this is, well, two things here. A, why I love being part of Money Wise with the Money Guys, and B, why you should take their advice and act on it. And we're at that point in the program where not only do we thank our listeners for tuning in, but uh, you were mentioning the top ten ways to save money. And I think it's a great time to segue into that. Good. I appreciate that, Phil. And, you know, when we were looking for some topics and things to talk about today, we did some quick Google searches on if you simply plug in how to save money on your computer, Mm -hmm. then it comes up with something like 7 million different sites onto that topic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's an incredible amount of information. What if somebody says, I don't have a computer? I can't afford a computer. I don't know how to use a computer. Do you know that most libraries you can go to and you can access computers for free and yes. sit there and use your computers as well? And so. they have somebody there who can assist you with the computer? Right. Um, we went through a lot today, and we're going to go through the top ten now. But uh, if anybody does have any questions about any of the websites that we discussed or any of the tips that we discussed, mm-hmm. feel free to give us a call. As usual, we're happy to help you out. We're happy to uh, do all of this for free as and well. The number is? Give us a call at 508 508- Nine nine eight, eight eight five eight. Okay, very very good. Thanks, Pete. Thanks oh, this for that is reminder. this is fabulous. The top ten. Top ten. It's not it's not a funny list like you know the Letterman uh, show, <laughs> for example, but sort of in reverse order. Um, so we'll call it number ten. Use coupons. Use discounts. Use rewards programs. If you have anything at all that involves using a rewards program, get into the rewards program because you're going to get free benefits. Mm-hmm. I save money at BJ's because we buy office supplies there as well. Yeah. And I pay slightly more, and it's not much more for my membership. I have like a gold membership card. But everything that I'm purchasing has a discount that comes back to me. And about every three months, I get a small check in the mail because I'm enrolled in this, you know, more frequent buyer program, I guess you'd call it. Fascinating. Coupons, I wasn't even aware of that. There are websites for printing coupons. Coupons.com is the biggest one. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's Groupon, too, is another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, look for discounts. Everybody offers discounts on everything. Everything from uh, Toyota of Dartmouth, where I have my car service. They have online. You can print off coupons for discounts on oil changes. Sure. Use your coupons. If you're not using them, you're leaving money on the table. And your cards when you go shopping or to the uh, drugstore, these cards that you show, they they, uh, obviously scan them before you make your purchase. I have a big hole in my pocket from carrying my keys with all these little plastic tabs on them. (laughs) No, (laughs) I do too. (laughs) It gets to be a little crazy sometimes. Well, you have a smartphone. There's no excuse for that. That's probably true. They have a, a app that you can scan all of your little well, membership cards. It takes a smart person to use a well, smartphone. Yeah, have a smart son. That's what? true. <laughs> See, delegate it. <laughs> now let's talk about number nine uh, top thing to do to save money: health issues. Look into generic drugs. 
Ask your doctor to give you a prescription for a 90-day supply of your prescription rather than a month-to-month prescription. You will save money. Uh, But you do have to have the 90-day prescription, and I inquired into that just recently. And um, take advantage of any of the free health services that are out there. And again, many of them are online, but there are many, many tips. I apologize for butting in, but you just reminded me of something else. Sure. Ask everywhere you go if they offer a discount, senior discount, AAA discount, veterans discount, and so on. Everywhere you go, just ask if they offer any discounts. Um, If you are a veteran, Home Depot and Lowe's will give you 10% off. I think it's 15% at Lowe's. Wow. Every single purchase. This is incredible. I went in there just before Christmas time, and I bought something. It was, I think it was around $80 or something like that. I don't remember what it was. And I presented my veteran's card, and they validated it, and I got 15% off the price. Terrific. Veteran's discounts. Terrific. Just awesome. Good, Good reminder, Pete. Next is food. Take advantage of, as we said, the coupons, but look for bargains on food. Um, Buy in quantity whatever you can buy in quantity. Make sure you check the dates on things when you buy perishables like milk and things like that. Um, It's not necessarily a great, nice thing to do, but if you're going to buy a bottle of milk that's expiring the same day that you're there, maybe you want to reach behind and grab one behind that's going to last a little bit longer so you don't end Mm -hmm. up throwing it away. any other food tips that uh, you have, Pete? If not, we'll move on to electricity. We've talked about number seven, electricity. There are so many ways we can save money on electricity. A couple of things I'm not sure we talked about a little bit. We didn't talk really much about light bulbs. The LED light bulbs will last a lifetime. Uh, they use virtually no electricity at all. They are expensive. I've been watching them. The prices have come down by 50%. Uh, you were looking at some $30 light bulbs, which was crazy, and I didn't want to spend the money. Mm-hmm. But now you can buy them for half of that. And probably a year from now, you'll buy them for half of that again. So as they become more mass-produced, you can save money. You'll save a lot of electricity uh, that way. And unplug things, shut off lights when you're not using them. Transportation costs. Do you really need to have multiple vehicles in the, in the house? Can you get by on one vehicle instead of two? A vehicle is a necessity. It's also a luxury. costs a lot of money. Use public transportation if you can use public transportation. Uh, Number five, entertainment. Look for free things to do. There are so many free things you can do. You know, when when Peter was young, um, I didn't have money to do a lot of entertaining things. Our favorite thing was to go down to Horseneck Beach in the off-season in particular. No cost to get in. Right. And we just roam the beach and collect things. And whether it's your children or your grandchildren, um, you know, children ten and under, basically, they don't want your stuff as much as they want your time. That's right. Nothing more important than just having an experience like that, rather than going to an amusement park where you're going to spend hundreds of dollars and not have as much quality time with your children or grandchildren mm-hmm. absolutely so look for free things to do for entertainment there there are so many wonderful parks and locations around here where and a lot of those parks and locations can be uh free if you go right. to the library again you know yeah. i post during the warmer weather months 
I post free places for families to enjoy their weekends. Mm -hmm. it's, it's one of the services I think is very important. You then don't go I, for a walk. Yeah, I, I make suggestions, uh, free suggestions. How many stone walls we have in this area and taking your kids out and just looking at the stones and finding fossils and getting a story behind these stone walls when they were put there is a fascinating day trip for the family. The Three. Dartmouth Natural Resource Trust has miles and miles and miles of hiking and walking trails. There you go. That's wonderful. My boys and my dog and I love doing that. Next on my list is number four, consolidate debts and pay off debt. Reduce your debt, reduce your debt, get rid of the high interest cards. Don't pay the minimum on your credit card. Pay something more than your minimum and try to figure out which cards you can stop using, but don't destroy them and don't close the accounts mm -hmm. because that keeps your credit open and credit available if you keep the cards open. But definitely look for ways to reduce debt and to cut it down. And one thing we haven't talked about so far today, which is number three on my list, plan for retirement. Mm -hmm. Not many people are gonna be able to live on just social security. And we're gonna be doing programs in the future talking about just the subject of social security and how to maximize your benefits. Um, and the reason that that saves you money is the earlier you plan, the more money you save because things are uh, life insurance, uh, uh, long-term care insurance and other things are less money the younger that you are. Yes, and you have to cultivate a habit of saving money at an early age if you can. I've seen people with fairly modest, prosaic kinds of occupations that have amassed huge amounts of money just because they get in the habit of saving on a regular basis. And, and what I said before, I don't care if you make 10000 or $100,000 a year, if you spend money poorly, uh, you're going to be out of money. So even if you make a lot of money and you spend money poorly, mm -hmm. it's not going to matter. But so that, you have to change those habits. That self-discipline is something so important. I wish at some point in the future we can truly address how to discipline ourselves mm -hmm. to be loyal to that philosophy. Let your wife manage the finances. <laughs> well, that's a good part of it. <laughs> but it's, it's more than discipline. It's It's really just creating the habit. And that's our number two top uh, 10 hit tip, which is pay yourself first. Very simple concept. When you have money in your pocket, you get a refund. If you get a refund and you're tempted to go out and buy something, um, put half of it away into a savings and then use the other half for what you want to use it for. But get in the habit of saying, this is how much money I want to put aside every single week. Doesn't matter what your age is, whether you're retired, whether you're just starting out in life, put money aside regularly. And the number one money-saving tip is boom. Number one money-saving <laughs> tip is make a plan, make a budget, get budget planning software. Because if you don't know where your money is going, you don't have any way to control what you're spending. And if you do some of these things or all of these things, you're going to save money and you're going to be much happier for it. And that's why the show is called Money Wise. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for making Money Wise a part of your listening habit on Sunday mornings. Money Wise with the Money Guys, Ray Lance and Peter Lance. We have about 30 seconds for maybe a little wisdom from Ben Franklin. What was it? That... A fool and his money are soon parted. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I love it. <laughs> I'm Thank not sure you. that he said that. <laughs> we look forward to next Sunday at 8 o'clock, 8 to 9 o'clock for Money Wise with the Money Guys. If uh, our listeners want to contact you, 508-998-8858. Money Wise with the Money Guys. I'm Phil Paleologus. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Thank you, Phil. You bet. About 10 months ago, um, my wife said, I'm controlling the money from now on. And...